Yo, yo, what's up? Back again. What's up, what's up? Again, all the way from Baltimore, Maryland. It is me. Sean Copeland yes, is here. And, and all the way <laughs> from Trenton, New Jersey. But now he lives in. Where you live at, cuz? Paul Myra now. Paul Myra. Raphael Palmero. Oh, no. <laughs> Paul Myra, New Jersey. It is Dimitri Courtney. <laughs> yeah, we are the Court and Coat NBA podcast. Yes, yes. And appreciate everyone for tuning in, listening to us. Thank and, you. Uh, yes, thank you. Yeah, we're ready to go. On this one, let's uh, first let's start with uh, what's been going on with the games, of course. And uh, well, I start with I start with James Harden. Harden, the back-to-back 50-point games. So you know, we talked about him in yeah. the last episode, and uh, you yeah. know, hey, mm-hmm. these now these I don't have. A, I like these two 50-point games because he was more efficient. Yeah, he was making his efficient. shots. He wasn't fishing for fouls and you know, you know, he was, you know, he was on. He was he was hot. He was on. And he yeah. needed to do that in order for them to, you know, to win the game and they won. So, yeah, I agree. Was, uh a lot more efficient, a lot more it just seemed like it fit the moment. Again, he has an ultimate green light probably more than any player I've seen in a long time. Uh, so, you know, not taking it away from him. I'm just saying, you know, he definitely has every chance to put up 35, 40, 50 points a night, you know, with the offense, with the team, you know, with the coaching. But, um, yeah, 250-point uh, games, and they needed to win. And it was uh, – yeah, he was efficient. Yep. Yeah, and like I said uh, about Houston, you know, as I've been saying, I think they're they can be a good regular season team. Yeah, regular um, season. Yeah, and uh, you know they'll they'll go on some nice runs. They may have a nice winning streak. And remember, they don't have Eric Gordon, who's a big time scorer yeah, for them. Yeah. He can shoot the ball, get to the basket, and stuff. So wait till he gets back. They also don't have Gerald Green, mm-hmm. who's another guy that can score and shoot the three and is athletic. And sh- you know, so. You know, they get those guys back. I can see them making a run and, and, you know, going on a win streak, you know. But, you know, it's for them, it's all about the playoffs and what they can do in the playoffs. So, um, yeah, and, that's them. Yeah, and how, you know, see how they come back too. See, uh, Kuz, he's having a little, you know, still trying to find his range getting back. Some people thought Kuz would be a little far along. So, you know, even when they get those guys back, you know, seeing if they could kind of still just come in and, fit in that's going you know that's that's always a, a slight challenge when you're missing a lot a lot of time and uh Luka Doncic uh last night the well Friday yeah against the Pistons he had a big game big game 41, 41 points 12 rebounds 11 assists I mean he's still just uh making it look easy out there that's what he's doing and hey he's one of the uh, he's definitely a top ten player in the game now. You know, he's moving on up. So yeah, you know, I can trying to carry that, that team. I, I definitely um, can give him that. He he and he's benefited a lot from. I mean, a lot of people don't know he's played professional ball. He started very young. Um, what sixteen, seventeen, something like that. He was playing against NBA caliber guys. Um, not taking it away from him. It's just you know it shows in his game. He, you know, he got started early. So, I mean, uh, hey, I'm, he, yeah, I think he's a top ten player. He might be around my number ten, my number nine or ten. Yep. And um, think speaking of Luca, uh, as we speak, the Dallas Mavericks are playing, and Luca turned his ankle. I was yeah, watching he the game. His ankle, he, yeah. he turned his ankle real bad. Yeah, it looked bad. So, you know, he obviously didn't come back in the game. That was that was. Right, right from the start, beginning of the game. Yeah. So you know, who knows how long he'll be out? They said uh, X-rays were negative, which is good. So yeah. hopefully he won't be out that long. But uh, the Mavs got blown out, or were getting blown out last time I checked. I, 
And I think uh, they still are, yeah. So, hey, that tells you how much he's needed yeah. <laughs> on that team when you don't have him, uh, you know. Uh, that's why he's an MVP candidate. All right, so we got Luke and then um, Joel Embiid. Yeah, All right, now he got, of course, we know he got criticized uh, by Barkley and Shaq, you know, on, on uh, Inside the NBA. They criticized him saying he needs to play bigger and better and he should be scoring more points. And, all. and Shaq and, and Charles were right. He does. Like, you, you, the, you got this, the size he is and, and with the skill he has inside, excuse me, the skill he has and stuff. He should be dominating like that. You, If you want to be a superstar, you talk a lot, you want to be the superstar, you want to lead your team in the championship, all that, you're so, you think you're so great, you should be dominating. And just like Shaq said, yeah, you should be getting like 28 a game. Easy. In the league now, with with, with not as many big men in the league, not as many seven-footers, footer, you got freedom of moving, you got a lot of spacing, it's plenty of, and Embiid has the skill. So, yes, he should be easily getting, averaging 28, not no 22 a game like he have. He should be easily averaging 28 and, and, and 15. I you know, totally that, that should that should come easy I for totally him. Agree. So, but it's about effort, and he, you got to put in effort. So, finally, he got criticized, and then, then then he finally came out against the Celtics, and he had a great game, 38 points. And, and you know, he did what you're supposed to do, down, dominate inside. He went right to the block, he and then he, he, he rim run, so he went right to the rim, turn around, post up, got dunks, went inside. That's it. Hey, stop shooting all the threes. You don't mm-hmm. need to be taking a whole bunch of threes. Go inside. There's nobody that can guard you one-on-one inside, and you'll dominate. It's real simple. I agree. I mean, he – I'm not going to lie. I, uh, Joe and Embiid annoys me just be, for that fact that he just talks too much and he doesn't always back it up, and that annoys me about him. He did have a good game. Again, you know, he – he his 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 points per game has went down significantly from last year, um, and that's only – he's only to blame. It's not like it was – you know, they had a bunch of injuries or they changed coaches or GMs. He's to blame for that. You know, he did have a good game. But like you said, I mean, he's over-dribbling some games trying to shoot. He has what a lot of – like, he could – he's the type of guy he could play in the early 2000s, mid-2000s because he does have a post game. But with that, he has a three. So, he's a mix of old-school center – and current center. So, yes, he should be putting 30 and 10, 30 and 11, 30 and 12 up a game. So, there's no excuse. So, I agree. That's the, that's the truth. And, um, you know, I, like I said, I I kind of I'm, – I'm anxious to see, you know, how how he will last um, the rest of the season if he's keeping up his body. I mean, again, remember they got videos of him eating cheeseburgers before the game and all that stuff. And I don't – you know, I don't – you know, maybe he does it behind, you know, in the locker room. Maybe he's changed. But anxious to see with him already having health problems, how long can he sustain his body? Um, I've seen some people on uh, ESPN saying they should game manage him, well, load manage him like Kawhi so he can play and give you that 30 points in the uh, playoffs. So we'll see. But um, I'm glad he has stepped it up that day. Let's see if he can continue to keep it going. Yeah, and I agree. They, you know, they, I mean, he, they do need to load manage manage him. Even though you know, I don't like load management, but for him, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but for him, let's not get um, you started. <laughs> yeah, but for him, he has some type of condition. I remember yeah, they were saying it on TV or yeah. something like that. So you know, when you have something like that, that's understandable. Um, then now let's talk about the best game. Shoot, it might have been the best game of the year, and that was between the Lakers and the Miami Heat yes. on Friday night. And uh, Lakers end up winning it 113-110. And uh, LeBron Anthony Davis, of course, led the way. Yep. LeBron at 28 points, 12 assists, 9 boys. Anthony both, Davis yep. at 33 points, 10 rebounds, 3 block shots. So they played great. And I knew it would be a tough game because, again, Lakers going to Miami. You know how yep. Miami is. Uh, and then you 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 talking about going on the road. You're talking about a good Heat team yep. led by Jimmy Butler. They've been playing well. They never, they haven't lost. I think at home, at home, yeah, yeah, uh, up up, up until that point. Yeah. So you know, 
uh, and then they have these these good shooters. Duncan Robinson was shooting right away, yep. you know, making a couple threes. You got none was making threes and stuff. I was like, and they're uh, you know they're a hard nosed, tough team uh, to play. And I knew it would be a tough game, but the Lakers pulled it out, and it was a good game. And you know, Anthony Davis made some uh, tough shots and some key baskets. Uh, LeBron kind of struggled a little bit in the first half, but second half stepped it up. Played much better, got more aggressive. That's where he needs to be. I always, that's the one thing that I always complain about LeBron is that sometimes he's too passive. Sometimes he can be too passive in the game. I know you want to like like to get your teammates involved, and get it, but in certain games you have to be aggressive from jump. A game like this, you needed to be aggressive from jump. Now we pulled it out, but you got to be aggressive. It's the same thing with the first game against the Clippers. He was passive. Like why are you passive? You got to be aggressive. This is the Clippers here. This is Kawhi Leonard. Hey, go at him. That's the problem. Because look, it's hard to stop LeBron when he's aggressive going to the basket. It is. You gotta it be is. that way. So that's that's why that's I, the problem. That's the only problem I have with LeBron, and when I get on him about is when I, he's I, passive, and every now and then he gets passive. Yeah, every now and again, every now and again, like you said, that's a, you know that's just his his style of trying to get his teammates involved. Again, we talked about the first game. I will say the first game, I felt like. I didn't really think it was so much LeBron wasn't aggressive. I think they were just trying too hard to get Anthony Davis the ball because they talked all all offseason, we're going to feed AD. He's going to be the you know the beginning. So I, I, I see the difference now in them feeding him the ball. It's not so much forced. That first game, it looked, it looked forced from everybody. Everybody was just trying to throw him the ball. It looked forced. But um, you know, I do I, I do agree. Sometimes I think he he tries to get his teammates involved too much, and um, instead of taking over in the Heat game, I don't think. Well, from what I saw, I don't think it was so much of he wasn't aggressive. He just was his. He was a little sloppy. He had seven turnovers. It looked like he was trying to be. He just had some seven seven turnovers. But that shows the greatness of them to have to you know to play the way they played in the first half. Still be able to come back and play, and I mean they had you know uh, Kuzma I believe was out. Um, they got uh, Bradley back. He played well. I think he had about nine or ten points. Um, so it just shows the resilience that the team that team has already to play the way they've had in the first half, and also shows how they can change because the second half was totally different. Um, shout out to JaVel McGee. I mean he had I think five blocks in the game. And he, you know, defensively he came out strong. That second half mm-hmm. got some big yeah, blocks, but um, yeah, that was a good win. That was a good win. You know, I'm tired of people saying they ain't played nobody yet. They played. Well, I I, I don't hear that anymore. Yeah, I about to say I hope because they mm-hmm. then they just be hating, and that'll be stupid. But um, yeah, was, that was a good win. That was a good game. Um, and one more thing, uh, which kind of it didn't, you know, what's uh the the Clippers. I know we're going to talk about duos, but, uh, you know, Paul George and PG, they both put up, I think, 40-some points. Um, I think mm-hmm. uh, Kawhi Leonard had, like, 16 and 17 fat field goal attempts um, in a game. Uh, I mean, feet three throw, sorry, but uh, they also had a big uh, big game. You know, they, they like I said, they put up 80 points alone, just them just them guys. Um, they, that, was, that was interesting to see. What do you think about mm-hmm. that? Uh, Kawhi and PG, yeah, they, they, I was watching some of the game and they were just hot. I mean, Kawhi was hot from jump, from yeah. start, you know what I mean? Scoring and getting to his spots. That's one thing about Kawhi that's just, you know, like I said, guys, these young guys need to watch. That's one of the guys you need to watch in the game is yeah. Kawhi. He has that mid range game. He can get to his spot. Mm-hmm. You, 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 I don't, it doesn't matter what you do. Once he gets to that spot, he can pull up over you. He can hit the fade away. He has good footwork. He can get to the basket. He, and then he takes his time. He doesn't rush. He knows not how, how not to rush. You know, some guys get in there and they just rush and throw up a quick shot. And yeah. you know what I mean? He takes his time. He's patient. He gets in there, you know, moves around, you know, gets to where he needs to be just to easily lay it up, throw it in a, a you know, a little drop shot or something like that. So, I, you know, I like, you know, that's his game right there. So, and then of course on the defensive end, and then Paul George, he's he's a, he's hitting everything. You know, yeah. he, he he's going he's shooting that three real well. You know, obviously getting to the basket, can handle the ball. Um, they're both playing well on the defensive end. You know, what I mean, getting their hands on balls, getting steals and what. So, you know, I mean, they're going to be very disruptive come playoff time. That's the thing. That's why the Clippers 
are one of the favorites is because their defense is going to be so good. And then this is the thing: people talk about well, Paul George, or he 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 chokes in playoffs, which he does. He usually doesn't always play particularly well in the playoffs. But see, the one thing about it is, even if he doesn't, the Clippers have two other guys that do play well in the playoffs, and that's and, and that can hit big time yeah. shots, and that's Kawhi Leonard Kawhi, Lou. and Lou and Lou Will. Yep. That, that, that you got those two you can go to. So even if Paul George ain't cutting it, okay, let's go to Lou Will, let's go to Kawhi. So that's the you know that's what they have that you know a lot of other teams don't. So um, and we might as well get into uh, who is the best duo in the game. I yeah. just talked about Kawhi and Paul George. Certainly have, they have an argument. We just talked about them. And of course LeBron and Anthony Davis and the way they're playing. And for me I think it's LeBron and AD. I just think they have that that chemistry. You know what I mean? It, it, right from jump. They yeah. they have that chemistry the way they're playing. You know LeBron, you know, like I said, LeBron said hey, AD you're the number one option. You're the number one guy. But they work together. You know, AD's going to get some open shots LeBron's going to make good passes to him. You know how he throws that full court pass down there to yeah, AD man. sometimes. They get that. Yeah, that's great. They get that about a couple times a game. And, um, you know, AD is stretching his game out. He's knocking down some threes. And, of course, LeBron knows when to be aggressive, get to the basket, you know. And they're both playing well together and both putting up points. So, to me, the way they're dominating, I, I got to give it to uh, LeBron and AD. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree. Um they have a great two-man game, and that's the thing. It's five-on-five, five, but at, this, at, at times it looks like two-on-five, and they're still winning those matchups. Um, you know, Kawhi and PG look good. They just don't have a two-man game. They play – they're playing well on the court together, but LeBron and AD play are playing well together. Like, they're running strictly – a lot of the times a two-man offense – and they're scoring. You know, AD will post up. He'll spin. By the time he spin, LeBron is already – his arms are already extended to throw that alley-oop. Um, again, that full-court pass. You know, they play well. They find each other in, in each other's spots. Um, setting AD up to get his spots where he's shooting comfortably. I just think that's – you know, that's that, that to me, that's the duo that uh, – I, I see as number one. And like you said, they came in with chemistry. They work well. They complement each other well. Um, again, I just think they're a scary duo. And I think because they're playing so well, it's helping other people. You're seeing it trickle down to Dwight Howard. Some, sometimes Dwight Howard is getting some of those same oops. Sometimes JaVale is getting some of those same oops. So you're seeing it trickle down to the other centers. You know, the same way AD and LeBron are having their two-man game. Every once in a while, JaVel and, and, and Dwight Howard will get some of those same two-man game plays that uh, Anthony Davis gets on a regular. So, I think they're great, man. Yeah, I, I had to go with those guys. Yep. And, of course, um, you know, we got other duos. You got Harden and Westbrook, even yep. though, you know, they're not as good as the other two, in my opinion. But you got them. You know, you got... Yeah, Luca, uh, uh, Luca, and uh, yeah, Luca and Porzingis. Porzingis you got and, Jokic and, and Jokic, what Murray, Murray, and maybe you know, maybe uh, and some, I've seen even in, say Embiid and, and Ben Simmons. So yeah, you got but, Dame and CJ. <coughs> uh, so you know some good ones here. Now uh, we're coming down to the end of the year, and of course the end of the decade. Yeah, and yeah, it's been a good decade in the NBA. A lot of good things have happened. Um, so what we're going to do is we are going to pick our all-decade team. So that's five guys, two guards, and three forwards or center. Yeah. Uh, for our all-decade team, then we're also going to choose our best five teams of the decade. Yeah. Our best five teams of the decade. Now, for me, when I, when I'm doing it. I'm not picking more than I'm not picking the same team. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? Like so I wouldn't pick the 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 Warriors of 16, 17, and the Warriors of 17, 18. No, I'm just going with one of the Warriors teams. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. then so that that that's how I did it. Anyway, and then also we're going to pick. Um, well, 
well, let, let's start with that first. So first, let's go with our all-decade team. Yeah, who, all, you all who, you who you got, Carm? All right. All right. At 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 one forward, I have LeBron James. Uh, of course, you know, uh, we'll, we'll, obviously he's he's on the team. On yep. the, Next, uh, we all so, we already know about him. <laughs> <That's> like, <laughs> yeah. Um. At the other forward, I have Kevin Durant. Yeah. So of course, you know, he definitely deserves to be on it. Two time Finals MVP. Uh, now my other four was 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 tough. I had to think about this one. It was tough. You had, you had some other guys that deserve that had good decades, and it also again is always about your criteria as well. I'm I'm more about winning. I'm more about winning. Mm-hmm. If you if you win, that that you you get more of a chance of being on the team. You know what I mean? Yeah. I look at that more. That's just me. So my other four I have. I don't have a center. I have another forward, and that's Kawhi Leonard. I have Kawhi Leonard as the other forward. Now, like I said, it could have been other guys who had good decades, had put up some good numbers, were all-stars for several years, all that. But Kawhi, in this decade, has two final, final I mean, uh, NBA Finals uh, MVPs. Mm-hmm. So when you got two NBA Finals MVPs, I mean, that that's tough to, you know, to get to jump over him. So that's that. Now my guards, I have Steph Curry as my guard. One of my guards, of course. Three uh, rings for him mm-hmm. on the year, and my last guard. Now again, this was also I had to think about it too, but I'm going with Kobe Bryant as my other guard. And again, his championship. Like I said, I, I go with winning. He was a seven-time All-Star. Four-time All-First-Team NBA in decade mm-hmm. and Finals MVP won a championship. And so I got it. I put him over James Harden for that reason. Harden never went to the finals. Yeah. Harden Harden's numbers dip in the playoffs. You know what I mean? So so for me, I put that over uh, the regular season stuff for Harden. So that's mine. What about yours? So I'm gonna go a little different. Um, than you, and that's good. You went with winning, because um, if I did that, our list would be the same, and that wouldn't be fair. So I'm actually gonna go try to go exactly by position or whatever, because uh, you have you got three forwards, which is cool. Um, so I'm gonna go, you know, keep it real simple. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Steph. You know, he's won MVP. Um, I will, well. Yes, I'll go with um, James Harden as my shooting guard too, and um, and and again with the list, it, it most of it will be the same because a lot of guys you pick one as well, and they're good when they fill the position. So um, again, LeBron James as one of my, my one forward. We know what he, you know, we know what he's done. Kevin Durant, what he's done. Um, and then my last is going to be – and this was tough because there hasn't really been a good, consistent center. Um, I would say throughout the 2010s um, that has just been dominant and winning. Because um, if you, like, you know, look at, uh, like, the Warriors, they didn't have a really killer center. The Lakers didn't – I mean, uh, um the Heat didn't really have a killer center that also won. So I'm going to have to go with prop, uh, Anthony Davis, even though he came in a little after uh, 2010. I'm just going to go with him because since he's been in the league, I think it's, what, 2012-13 he's been in the league, he's been the most dominant. Behind him, it would, it would probably would have been DeMarcus, but, of course, he's hurt, so I'm not going to count him. So, um I just kind of tried to go best at position, um, so that's that's my top five for a decade or a decade. All right, yeah. So that hey, you can't go wrong with that either. Yeah, you know. So that's a some good players, but you know some other good players in the decade that you know could have been mentioned. You know, Blake Blake Griffin, Blake Griffin, you're right? You in, in, in the decade, Dwayne uh, Wade, D Wade, yeah, D Wade, you know, uh, Carmelo Anthony, Carmelo. Dirk Nowitzki, yeah, Russ, you know. So yeah, you're right, yeah, yeah. Russ. So that was that's good. Um, all right, so now we're gonna go with 
our best five teams of the decade. All right, so so who do you have as your best five teams of the decade? So I don't have them in any order. Um, I guess you know I would, we could talk all day about best teams of the decade. Um, I know one I will take the 2013-2014 Spurs. Um, we know what they did. I mean, uh, you know, and, and, you know, and, and even beyond that year, they were always good. And I'm gonna keep it simple because if you if you notice know if you watching this or listening to this, obviously you know a little bit about basketball. Hopefully, I'm gonna take the Miami Heat. Um, we know what they did. You know, they which went, year? Uh, two thousand. Oh well, two thousand eleven, twelve. But again, right. you know, they were. Dominant in their run, you know that four-year run they had when they had the the, uh, the three guys, um, and then of course Golden State, you got to put them in there. Um, and Which year? I'm gonna say the year the 2014-15. Uh, I like that year. Um, I mean. That you think that was the best Warriors team of the decade? No, 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 no. I'm sorry. The uh, uh, seventeen, eighteen. Sorry, seventeen, All eighteen right. Warriors. Um, I'll take those guys. I mean, of course, we know what they did. They did pretty, <laughs> pretty a pretty good number on the league. Changed the league. Um, I'm going to have to say. Um, and, and some of these, some of these, I guess you could say, some of these, with me not repeating teams, they're gonna be some on my list. They're gonna be some teams that, well, a team that didn't win the championship. Uh, I'm going to put 2010-2011 Mavericks. Um, you know, they won that chip with Dirt Nowinski, and I'm they. Now I wouldn't say they barely made it, but the year they won, that it still counts. Gonna have to go with the 09-2010 Lakers. Those are my top five teams. Right. You know they, uh, you know they, and actually, you know what? Yes, all those teams won champ- championships. Now, I did, I did kind of throw the Rockets in there as a, uh, as a kind of honorable mention, because um, I remember, I, I believe they won 65 games the year 2017-18. Um, of course, didn't win, but that's kind of honorable mention. But um, and you can put maybe the Raptors in there um, for just that one year they won. Um, but uh, you know, it, it, yeah. Now you think now now I'm thinking about it. The 2010s were really ran by three or four teams. So yeah, yeah. that's how it usually is. But anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's the, yeah. yeah, but all right, man. Mine are basically the same. Only difference, yeah, I have the same. Only difference is one team. So I got the 13-14 Spurs. Mm-hmm. I got the 11-12 uh, Miami Heat. I got the 10-11 Mavs. Mm-hmm. I got I got the 0-9-10 Lakers. Mm-hmm. And then I I got I don't got the 17-18 where like the 16-17. Yeah, the 16-17. Yeah, I got I, the year before that, that when KD first got there. That's when they just yeah. destroyed everybody. They won 67 games. They swept basically swept through the Western Conference playoffs. And went on to win the the finals. Now, um, now the first team I'm thinking about that gets honorable mention is the the '73 and '9 Warriors. You know that loss they they get honorable yeah. mention. Well, I, yeah. I, I would have put that, but I remember you were saying no, no repeating. So no, I, I know I'm just I, yeah, yeah I'm talking about in your five. Yeah, I'm talking about as an honorable mention though. You oh know, yeah yeah definitely they, yeah, they yeah. certainly get mentioned. And of course, all the other teams that won like the Raptors, the Cavs, um, you know. So, um, but yeah, so you, you know, he has some good teams now, uh, and only is really only a couple of those teams that I, well, really, I think only one team that, that, that if you're talking about the all time great teams of, uh, in NBA history, to me, yeah, only, the six, only, only the 16, 17 Warriors are up there yeah. in that conversation at yeah. all these teams. They not have, that, not that the rest of the teams weren't good, but to me, yeah, they weren't they all time. They weren't all yeah, they, time. They didn't, you know. So, but, you I mean, know, they're Warriors, all, they're on just, paper, on paper, they're all time team. If you just read the names on paper, forget what they did, you know. But I, I agree. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. yeah. So I just say sixteen, seventeen Warriors. But um, you know that that's uh some good teams. They had good runs. I probably say now the best. You know, I probably say the best run would have to be 
the 10 11 Mavs and what they did because ain't nobody expect them to do what they did. They 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 swept Kobe and the Lakers. They yeah. beat, you know, and then they beat um LeBron, Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh when everybody yeah. thought they was going to win. You know, and that was a team effort. I mean, obviously Dirk played well, but it wasn't like Dirk averaged thirty plus and fifteen more. Oh, they, nah, they he, had a, he, he didn't average yeah. all that. They they played good team basketball. They did. They had a they had a really good. They went. They I think they went the route that the Celtics were trying to go when they had Kyrie having one star player, and then they had they had about three or four guys who averaged. You know, 18, 18, 12. So when you got a star that's putting up 22, I mean, well, well 24, 25 points, and then you got three guys, that, you know, that consistently give you, you know, 18, 16, 15, well, three or four, That that's that's a rest of people for winning, you know. So I, that, that was a good, that you know, they put that team together well. Those guys played well together, yeah. And uh, I look at that team and um, – they had just the perfect pieces for that team. So Dirk is That's your it. Dirk is your yep. superstar. You know he's going to get the ball down the stretch and you know mm-hmm. take you know make the most take the most shots and stuff. But you had Jason Terry, so he knew yep. his role would come in t- take the shot, big shots, you know, yep. which he did and, and again make. Then you had a defensive guy in Tyson Chandler. He knew his yep. role: protect the rim, rebound the basketball, play good defense, anchor that defense, which he did. You had Deshaun Stevenson. That's a guy who played good, tough defense. Yep. He could knock down an open three, but he played good, tough defense. You had a guy named Sean Marion. Sean now, Marion, you know, the Matrix. And Sean Marion, a former uh, All Star at the time, but he he did his job. He could score around the basket, rebound the ball, play good defense. Yep. So another guy who can play good defense. Then you had JJ Barea, who came yep. off the bench and knew and did his job. He was quick. He could shoot. You know, he was a smart player. You had. Jason Kidd. Jason Kidd. Remember, yep. I remember now. Jason Kidd, smart player, a winner, and he he didn't have to do a whole lot, but he still was a great passer. He still was a good defender at the time. All right, and then he was a better shooter, so you couldn't really leave him open at the three point line. So they just yep. knew, you know, they were a smart team. They were kind of they were deep. Not like I said, not a whole bunch of stars, but good, perfect yeah, role players. They, and, and, they and had good Page coaching. on that team. Pages, yeah, Page too. So they had they, good coaching. Yeah. yeah, it was just you know they they played well. I got I give it to them. Uh, during that run, you know, they did a good job. So, yeah, yeah that was the probably the best or more surprising team of the decade. Um, now, are there any other things do- during the decade? Any other? Uh, I'm trying to think, like any exciting things that you can remember from uh, from this decade in the NBA. Um, I mean, we really went through it. I mean, it's you know. The uh, just the exciting seeing teams like the Spurs, the Heat, the Golden State, um, kind of just do their thing, and you know, um, people, ch- you know, ch- chasing chasing the, the victory. I mean, chasing the championship and all that stuff. You know, that was exciting. Um, it yep. was ex- it was exciting to see Kobe go out and do his thing and. You know, see his last couple. You know, kind of the end of his career. Um, it was. It, it it has been kind of kind of exciting seeing the game change a little bit um, because I feel like it kind of changed twice. You know, as far as the style of play, the way the the way they call the game, it was kind of exciting to see it. Um, you know, I kind of like they had. I think it was a really good balance. I would say maybe around 2013 and 14, the game was still kind of physical. You know, they started shooting threes, but it was still a little mixed. It wasn't what it was now. But um, I think, yeah, kind of seeing the game change a little bit was exciting. Uh, yeah, that's that's kind of what it was for me. So some of the plays I can remember, obviously uh, Ray Allen's three-point shot in the finals. Yeah, game six. That was one of the biggest shots. I mean, hey, hey, that series was over. Spurs were about to win, and the Spurs choked that one away because they had two free throws they missed. Kawhi missed one. Mono Ginobili missed one. That was key. Mm. Obviously, could have helped them win. And then Greg Popovich took Tim Duncan out the game. 
All right, which was shouldn't he shouldn't have done, but I understand why he did it. Maybe because you know, oh, let's switch on everything and then yeah, defend the three. Match up. Yeah, but match up. you needed Tim Duncan in there to get the rebound because LeBron James missed the three. Chris Bosh got the offensive rebound. Would have probably been Tim Duncan's. Threw it out to Ray Allen, and he Maybe hit the big shot because they had the champagne bottles ready and everything to come on mm-hmm. out. And Ray Allen hit that shot, so that one. And then you look at LeBron's block of an Dollar in game yeah. seven. You know, obviously that's that was huge and one probably one of his best plays he ever had. Uh, Draymond Green getting suspended Kicking in, in guys that series the as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that, yeah oh. you can't do that. All right, well, look, look. Key. I don't care what that nobody was... said. Watching, watching his history, that dude. See how, see how all of a sudden he don't do it no more. Now, if it was a habit, he'd have still been doing it. But yeah, now, all of a sudden, oh, now you fine. He is. Well, but, uh... I, I would hope he <laughs> learned not to do that anymore. My but that was yeah. big, uh, you know, big play. Uh, you know, something, and then, well, <laughs> something that was funny. J.R. Smith. Uh, oh, he, after Lord that Jesus, free throw, not, yeah. and he didn't know what the score was. He dribbling the ball out. Like, what are you doing, you big dummy? And guess what? He he got he got um, he got George Hill off the off. You know, because nobody was talking about George Hill missing the free throw. First of all, I know. So I no, so so he yep. missing the free throw, but nobody talked about him. Everybody just want to talk about okay. J.R. Smith, who doesn't yeah. know the score. Yeah, man, that that was. If you talking about plays, that was rememberable. Um, I will say, never played. You know, that wasn't in the playoffs. LeBron James body bagging Jason Terry, that's rememberable. Oh yeah. Um, you know Kobe's uh, last game, that was rememberable. Yes, sir. That was 60, yeah. sixty piece. And, and, yeah, and then with you know, and it's rememberable for me also hearing the story how Shaq challenged him. To get that, he told him and, to get fifty. Yeah, he yeah, told him to get, get 50. fifty for yep. him, and he ended up getting sixty. That's crazy. He ended up getting sixty. Uh, yeah, that that game was good. And, you know, you got people hating on. You know, oh, they weren't playing hard. They didn't play. Hey, for, yes, they were. If you watched the game, Utah was definitely defending them. Utah's a good def- defensive team. They were they were contested shots. They weren't wide open shots. He was hitting step back threes and whatnot. So you know that I, as a, that was an unbelievable game. But that that just epitomized Kobe's career of how you know his heart and determination the way he you know hit had big shots and just went all out because he was tired but he went all out and that's what you do you you know that's what you do in the game man you just got to play hard yeah. no what yeah I but give it was, to him no. yeah he you know he uh he did his thing so that was rememberable for me um yeah man that was a song the memorable place yep that was uh you know some some a good decade of NBA basketball and looking yeah. forward to the next decade mm-hmm. um so should be good now let's you know let's do a little something switch gears a little bit here yeah and uh since it's christmas time um christmas time israel israel oh boy israel um Christmas time. So, of course, in Christmas time, you watch a lot of movies. I know I do. Watch plenty of Christmas movies. Watch the same ones every Christmas. Um, so we're going, we're going to name and list our top five Christmas movies. Our top five, our favorite Christmas yeah. movies uh, in order. It's going to be one, two, three, four, five. So we're going to start with number five. What's your number five? Your fifth favorite Christmas. Okay. Movie? Yeah, my list is a little weird. Um. So I don't have the typical. Here's a little, <laughs> um, because some of the movies that you would probably say that are that would be in my list. I mean, I like them. Like for instance, um, Christmas Story. That's not in my list. I like it. That would be like number six or seven. Obviously, that was above my time, so that might be why. So that's why I said yeah. it because if you ask people, that would probably. Be in their list. Um, so for yeah, me, go ahead and do yours. Yeah, what's number yes. five? What you got? Yeah, so number five, like I said, is a weird one. Die Hard. <laughs> nah, that ain't weird. People say that's a Christmas movie. So yeah, it is a Christmas movie. Die Hard is mine. I love the whole series. The series is just amazing. Um, nah, I'm gonna go with my five now. Yeah, all right. Yeah, my five is uh, Bad Santa. Yeah, 
I remember yeah. first watching that movie, man. I was dying. I was, oh man, I, yeah. I was and I still, yeah. I, they, they show it. They show it uh, all year round. I they know. show Bad Santa, and when I be watching it too, so I don't just watch yep. it during the Christmas time. Yep. Also. Bad he said, definitely. Uh, he said, "You saying there's something wrong with my gear?" <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but uh, that's actually yeah. my that's actually my four. Bad no, Santa, Bad yeah, uh-huh. Billy Bob Thornton is funny. Yep. Number two was pretty good too. wasn't as good as the first one, but I'm yeah. still trying. I'm still trying to figure out what the heck was up with that kid and and sandwiches. What the heck? He love his sandwiches. He, he some love sandwiches? his sandwiches. He want sandwich? Like he offered some sandwiches. Man, yeah, fix me one, please. Put some mayonnaise yeah. on it. <laughs> yeah, so. All right. So yeah. number four, my number four, I got Home Alone two. Oh uh, yeah. Home Alone two is number four. Of course, that's another classic. The second one, uh, then with them in New York, he gets, uh, you know, Macaulay Culkin. Yeah. So, that's my number four, Home Alone 2. What's your number three? So, my number three, and I would like to do some honorable mention because it was tough. My number three is the Grinch uh, Jim Carrey edition. Okay. He was a trip in that movie. Um, yeah, he, he, he definitely did his thing. The little ad libs he did and a lot of the little stuff he did was just funny. Uh, the funniest part for me was when he went down for the hubilation and he was being a chairmeister and he was sitting there racing and he got all into it and he totally forgot he was the Grinch for a moment till that mayor brought out that razor <laughs> and he was up there dancing and they was feeding him food and he was racing little kids and so that that's my number three. All right. All right, my number three is old school, and I st- I still have to watch this, uh, so this year, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Oh, definitely yeah. a classic. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you right now, that's a classic. Yeah, a classic. If you ain't never watched that before, something wrong. I don't know, something wrong. You need to watch it. That's one yeah, of the best Christmas movies that's ever. That's definitely a classic. That is a classic. That's it my is. number three. All right, uh, my number two. I mentioned the second one already, but number two is Home Alone. And that's, again, the first one. That's a classic. I can watch that. Of course, they show it all year round, too. I can watch it all year round. Every single time it's on, I can watch it. So Home Alone, the first yeah. one, that's my number two. What you got for number two? Yeah, yeah my number two is uh, Home Alone 2. Okay. Um, Again, it was, I mean, to, I could watch that all year round. Yep. I mean, it's just, it was just great. You know, he was... Uh, just the way the story, the storyline was pretty good. I mean, you know, he obviously did his trademark things at the end, you know. And um, but again, the thing I like about some of the older movies is, you know, it had the comedy, but it still had the Christmas aspect. You know, he met the homeless lady. You know, he, you know, he was afraid of her. You know, he kind of spent time with her, kind of made her. Her her days better when he when she he was there and you know it was just a great time you know couldn't imagine losing a kid on Christmas uh, no. but um you know with, with that bad little boy <laughs> you know he was alright and uh, I always ask this yeah. question about the parents what in the world did they do for a living that they can take all them kids and all that family to Paris. Yeah. Now y'all going to Paris. I know. And you taking all of them right. kids and everybody like what in the world y'all do? Right, I know. Oh uh, yeah, I, look, pay, look, the, you know, take them to Paris. Then they had the, look. Then they left and caught a, the whole family caught another. Fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, the they, they don't care if your kids stuck. They still going to charge exactly. you. They took another flight. Then he took his uh his dad's credit card and and and, and he was he stayed in in the the finest hotel. Yep. And was eating ice Doing cream and stuff. giving money. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what in the world yeah, yeah. does he do for a living? I, I, I'd like to know that. Cause goodness. Uh, yeah, me, me too. Trust me. <laughs> uh, What's your number one? My number one. My number one. The, my favorite comes on every Christmas, and that is A Christmas Story. You already mentioned it, A Christmas Story. Yes. Yeah. That's a classic. I can watch that. I, I you I watch it several times because it comes on uh you know Christmas Eve yeah it comes on yeah. you know at 24 hours so I can watch that you know all night so yeah Christmas story classic. is a good one classic my number one is Home Alone one again mm-hmm. 
that was kind of, you know, uh, the Christmas stories before my time, but Home Alone 1 is. Now, I do have some honorable mentions, which is a Christmas story, is my honorable mention. Elf with, uh, with, um, uh, what is the guy's name? Um, with, uh, what is the boy? Yeah, I can't think the of his name, dude. too. <laughs> I can't think of his name. Will Ferrell. Yeah, Will Ferrell. Yeah, Elf with Will Ferrell, uh, The Night Before Christmas is uh, um, one of my uh, my honorable mentions. Um, Scrooge is one of my honorable mentions. Yeah, um, yeah those are a couple of my um, honorable mentions. I, I like The Preacher's Wife with Denzel. That's a good no, one. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, the Best Man Holiday, which I like. I just watched that actually a few days ago. That was a good one. Yeah, that's a good one, yeah. Um, uh, it's a Wonderful Life. That's a real old classic. Yeah, it is. I, I think I've seen that once. Yeah, yeah I, the black and white, I can't get with. Sorry. <laughs> you know, it's put, mention, put it in some color. Mention that. Put it on Blu-ray. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, Jingle All the Way. That's the one with uh, yeah. Sinbad. Arnold Schwartz. Yeah, Arnold Schwartz. Yeah. So that's a good one too. So just some good ones out there that we yeah that have in our list. Notice, notice, notice. Yep, notice people we ain't put none of them dumb lifetime Christmas oh, something. Yeah, of course not. I ain't watching them corny <laughs> them corny lifetime. Ah, they, they be they be having the same, same storyline. It is a it's a problem and then somebody helps somebody with the problem and they end up falling in yep. love <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> Oh Oh, man. oh, we forgot I no. forgot one. That's that's it almost made my top five. Shoot, I I forget about this. The Santa Claus with Tim Allen. Oh yeah, 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 yeah man. I like I, that. We that, forgot about that. That almost yeah. made my top That's five. definitely That's on my one. honorable mention. Yeah, 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 definitely. That's a good one. Yeah, but, but uh, yeah, that's a good list. Like I said, Christmas is uh, a little over, a little under two weeks away. So um, yeah, and then the New Year's coming up. So um, I hope y'all ready and you know, it's again, it's a time for giving and you know, just really cherish time yes, with your family and um. You know, you never know. It, it's gonna be some. You know, it's, it's gonna be some people that that lose family members mm-hmm. close to this time and, and have lost. You know, so you know they they will kind of feel the effect of that. Yeah. Keep your heads up. Listening, Keep your listening. Heads up. Yeah, praying for you and just cherish your family, man. You know, like you know, and, and uh, just have a good time. Yep. Be loving. Be kind. Yeah. It's real simple, man. Because a lot going on in this world. You know, so but it is. I ain't even start my yeah. I ain't even start my Christmas shopping yet, so I you know, I got some work to oh, do. Oh yeah, I, yeah. Look, I done got it done. I went on Amazon and I ordered, and I I just went in and got it done. <laughs> you know, uh, I was like, look, I ain't fooling with it. I'm actually in the process of moving, so I'm like, I'm, I'm I gotta get it done early. So, but uh, you know, it's, you still got time, cause yeah, I got some time. <laughs> I'm gonna get it. Yeah. But all right, well. Then we're going to wrap this up, man. The NBA still going on. You know, it's going to be some good Christmas games, Christmas Day games. Of course, the the big yeah, one, Lakers, Lakers and Clippers. The Clippers. That's right, Lakers Clippers. That's the big one right there. That everybody, I just hope everybody's healthy. Just everybody be healthy at the time, you know. So, yeah. I want no excuses. Yeah. Everybody be there healthy. and glad Avery Bradley back. Hope Lou will miss tonight, but hopefully he's okay and he'll be there. And, you know, yeah, cool. Hopefully Kuz will get himself well together. Yeah, yeah, Kuz yeah. be there. So, yeah, should be a good, yeah. good day of games. Well. Yeah, it should. So, well, last thing. What's, is there any, what's bothering you? What's bothering me? Uh, you know, I, I don't think I have anything that's bothering me right now. I'm all good. I'm all good right now. Yeah, I tell you what's bothering me. They talking about trying to get well. The rumors, I don't know if it's true. They talking about trying to get Jason Kidd to the Knicks, and they feel like getting him to the Knicks will lure uh, Antetokounmpo there. And I don't know who wrote that. Yeah, I don't, I don't think you know, I, don't I don't think he want to go to no Knicks. Now I don't know about that. Yeah, I don't know who you know. I don't know who wrote that, and they saying that there's still a chance they can sign a big time player. I'm like, who? Man. With who? With what coach? Yeah, we'll see about who that. Who gonna want play? Who gonna want play under that GM? That's getting on my nerves. Like, don't, don't, 
Don't get don't get the Knicks fans any false hope. They, you know they they don't don't do that. Yeah, Just right. let them know it's it, it ain't it, you know it's gonna be it's gonna be some hard cold times for the Knicks fans in the next couple of years. <laughs> oh, true. <laughs> next couple of years, man, they've been in head. <laughs> That's what they've been going through. You know what I mean? Well, look, some colder times, <laughs> the coldest maybe. Yep. That's what's getting on my nerves, man. Just be real. Just say, look, y'all ain't going to have it for a while. I ain't going to sugarcoat it. Y'all not getting no. Y'all not getting the Koopo. Kyrie ain't coming. Oh, yeah. I got another what's getting. What's up with Kyrie, man? What's up with him? Yeah, I don't know. Hey, look, look. His teammate said he's fine. They don't have no problem with him. They don't think he's, you know, he's moody. That that's they always come on. They always say they said that about AB when he was at the Steelers. And see, this fool is crazy. <laughs> he, him, and Kanye look like they need to get to go to the same therapist. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. You know, he hurt and he doing. You know, he just man. He's you know. I I, I don't want to use the word weird because weird ain't bad, but. If y'all know what I'm saying, the guy's a little something. Something ain't right there, <laughs> you know. I, so Brooklyn fans, I don't get too happy, you know. Well, I don't this know. Is the same way, the same way. Look, this is the same thing. Way the Celtics happen. Well, I don't. Same I don't thing. Think, yeah, I don't fr- think it'll be the same thing. Like I said, uh, KD will be back next year, so then we'll see what they do. You know, see, I'm yeah, but I'm not talking about the winning aspect. I just like he just, I don't know. It's it, it's like, see, when you put, it seems like wherever you go, wherever those two guys go, they just don't seem happy. Mm-hmm. And and when you put the two guys on the same team, it that, I, I don't know if that's going to help them together or hurt them. Well, they're friends, you know, because if you, so you put, I, you know, I, so I think that'll be yeah. all right. I think that'll be alright. But uh, we'll be. I hope. We'll, I hope we'll be remiss to, uh, <laughs> if we didn't mention uh, our thoughts and prayers are with David Stern. Uh, mentioned that David oh, Stern, yeah, he man. Uh, underwent uh, emergency surgery emergency a couple surgery, days ago yeah. for a brain hemorrhage. So hopefully he's uh, he'll be all right. Praying for him. Uh, yeah. that he'll come get through. well, big guy. Certainly, uh, the NBA wouldn't be what it is today if not for David Stern and what he did, you know, in the 80s. Of course, when Magic and Bird came yeah. along and everything he did to, yep. to build up the uh, NBA. So, certainly praying for him. Hopefully, uh, everything will be all right and he'll be on back to his normal self. So, Yeah, get well, big guy, and send us some tickets, please. Help you get well. <laughs> yeah, right. But uh, uh, the Lakers are playing the uh, Wizards. I live in Maryland. <laughs> they playing the Wizards in March. David Stern, hook us up. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But all right, we gonna all wrap right. it up. Thank you for listening yeah. again. All our listeners appreciate you supporting us and, and listening and giving your comments and whatnot. Appreciate it. And uh, we will. Yeah. We'll probably well we'll probably have one more uh, uh, episode before the year is out. We'll try to do that one more before the year is out. God yeah. willing, we'll see. But uh, we're certainly ready for the Christmas holiday and ready for a new year. So yes, that is that. The NBA is in full effect. Let's that. go. All right, it is. So we already what one uh, two two uh, about one fourth a little over one fourth in. Yeah. So it's get it's, it's, it's we it's in and it's driving now, you know. Just stay tuned, man. It's gonna get good. Yes, sir. All right, cuz. Yeah. All right. All right, cuz. Always a pleasure. Yes, sir. We will see you next I, time. Thanks for listening. Yep. See ya, and listen to the beat as we go out. Right. Made by me. <laughs> yeah. All right, cuz. All right, peace. peace.